The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 107. And as you just heard, that is a uh, <clears throat> that is quite a forecast as we are steering at. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. On AM 1380, 99.9 FM, you can always listen online at the website, topetro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them. Listen, they're open right now. Let's enjoy today, live for today, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So this monster storm headed our way is without question uh, the big story locally. Now, nationally, the big story is military leaders are... Uh, on the alert for a potential Russian invasion of Ukraine. But we will deal with that when we deal with it. Closer to home, the biggest thing is, in fact, uh, the storm. So I want to bring you the latest of that. Let's uh, first check in. This is meteorologist from NBC10. NBC10 meteorologist. Isolated snow flurries as we go on through the course of the day today, and that's just prefrontal before that storm works in for us tonight. So just a couple isolated flurries can't be ruled out, although they won't really be amounting to a whole lot. So through 8 and 9 a.m., we stay in those upper 20s. Mostly cloudy skies develop across the region, and eventually we'll be touching those middle 30s this afternoon. Again, you can see no sunshine for us today at all, but it is a calm one, so it's a good day to prepare to drop down that salt and sand on your driveway, prepare those shovels, and gas up the snow blowers. Now, like I mentioned, overnight tonight is when that snow develops. Saturday morning around 1 a.m. is when we're going to start to see all of this snow begin to work in. And it is going to be filling in very fast. This is not one of those storm systems that just gets started very lightly. It is going to hit us quickly, and we'll see that early tomorrow morning. Roads will be coating up pretty quickly by 7 a.m. tomorrow. That snow is going to be coming down heavy and steady. When you see our colors get this deep, this purplish blue color, that's when we can expect one to two inches of snow per hour, if not more. You can also see that our temperatures through the afternoon tomorrow stay incredibly cold, teens and 20s. When we see such cold temperatures with this amount of snow, what we're expecting are the really, really big snowflakes. That's why our snow totals are so much higher than they have been over the past few days with a significant change in our temperatures. That means higher snow totals because of those bigger snowflakes that stack up quickly. This is nearly a 24-hour event as well. Through 7 and 8 p.m. tomorrow evening, we are still dealing with some scattered snow showers across the region. You can see that some dry air begins to work in, though, and eventually this is completely gone into early Sunday morning after about midnight. So, It'll be a cold day with that fluffy snow, and as a result, a widespread foot or more is possible. Another uh. issue we'll be running into, blowing and drifting snow with these high 40 to 60 mile per hour winds. Uh. So we'll be having visibility issues all day long, along with some concerns at the coastline, like dangerous ocean swells. We're tracking this area of low pressure, of course, as it makes its journey up the eastern seaboard, and it all gets started today. It'll be making its way across a portion of New Jersey and the D.C. metro area, even into early tomorrow morning, but that's when we'll start to see that snow as well. It all comes together just off of our coastline as we head midday tomorrow, and that's why our totals are going to be getting even higher through the afternoon. We're talking about a widespread 10 to 15 inches of snow right through Rhode Island and even a little bit into Connecticut, too, through the Blackstone Valley as well, and 15 to 20 inches are possible out towards Plymouth County, a portion of Bristol County, and the Cape. Some could pick up two feet of snow, and again, those winds are also going to be a concern with 40 to 50 mile an hour winds inland with 50 to 60 plus for the coast. That's where we get into blizzard territory. That's why some out towards the Cape are under those blizzard warnings throughout the course of the day tomorrow because of that blowing snow dropping visibility. 25 degrees is your high on Saturday for that weather alert day. We dry up on Sunday in the 20s but stay windy. Next week we have some improved days. Allison. What a nightmare, folks. What a nightmare. All right, good, good afternoon at 112. Again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I also want to um, replay. So we have a blizzard warning that is uh, coming our way. And a short time ago, there was a uh, an update. And Governor McKee now will uh, 
you know, if you're the governor, this is this is not a bad thing because it changes the topic from Dr. Scott. And then it also gives him a chance to get some TV time into the role of like the Governor Garrahee. I want to replay. So this is Governor McKee, the DOT and also the Lieutenant Governor just a uh, short time ago. Additionally, the Warwick CCRI site, which is usually Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. hours is closed is closing today at six o'clock. The CCRI RI, uh, site will be closing today at six o'clock. We'll be holding a storm briefing later today at four fifteen from our EMA headquarters, where we will bring you the latest updates on the storm and staying connected and communicating with the people in the state of Rhode Island. And with that, I'll hand it over to our Lieutenant Governor, Sabina Matos, uh, for comments as well. Sabina? Thank you, Governor. Good afternoon. Thank you so much. I would like to uh, remind um, everyone out there that this storm is very serious. So make sure to take the precautions that you need to keep you and your family safe during the storm. There are a few things that I would like to uh, make sure that you know. If you need help, uh, you can reach out to 211, the United Way of Rhode Island. We want to thank their partnership with the United Way of Rhode Island and everything that they do every time there is an emergency. They're there to support the state and to support our community. 211, you can reach out to them if you're looking to, for food, for shelter, or any resources during the storm or any information. Make sure you call 211. That's an easy way how you can have access to resources. I'm going to take a few seconds to provide some of the information en Spanish. Um, queremos recordarle a la población que esta tormenta que vamos a tener mañana va a ser muy seria. Tenemos, estamos esperando ahora mismo que van a haber de 10 a 16 pulgadas y va a estar cayendo en una intensidad de 1 a 3 pulgadas por hora. Eso a partir de mañana, sábado. Si usted no tiene que salir de su casa, por favor, quédese en casa. Denos el tiempo para que el Estado pueda hacer el trabajo de limpiar la carretera. Vamos a escuchar del director del, del Departamento de Transportación, el director Alviri, que nos va a dar más detalles. Pero es muy importante, si usted no tiene que salir, quédese en casa. Si usted tiene que salir, la forma más segura de usted es, cuando esté en la calle es manténgase detrás de uno de los camiones que están limpiando la nieve, pero recuerde de darle los camiones suficiente espacio, no esté pegado justamente detrás de los camiones, ¿ok? Uh, el director va a dar más detalles y yo desde mi oficina estaré disponible para proveerles más información en español durante la tormenta. So thank you again for um, your attention. Remember, this is a really serious storm. I'm going to be providing information also to the different uh, media and also uh, to the media in Spanish. Governor That's Matt what I was Coast. saying. My office is going to be available also through this, uh, right throughout the, the storm the providing Pico information. Show. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Director Alviti for the latest. All right, Director. folks, right now at 115, this is DOT Director Peter Alviti. Good morning, Pico everyone. Show. Thanks for coming and helping well, us get afternoon. the word out uh, on this uh, major event that's yep. about to happen. Um, so this is a big one, the biggest one we've had uh, in a while here in Rhode Island. Uh, but uh, I will tell you that we're prepared. We're very well prepared in terms of the amount of material that we have to be able to pre-treat the roads and to treat them uh, as we go through and after the storm. We uh, are staffed right now at 96% uh, of our drivers are ready to go and are uh, waiting for the go-ahead. Um, our private, so we have about 155 of our own plows, like the ones that just the big plows here that you see on the road uh, tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow. Uh, in addition, we have over 350 private vendors that uh, we will be using during this storm, uh, and they're all ready to go. We've been coordinating now for the last day with the governor and uh, EMA and the state police. Um, and all parties are on the same page, so we're ready to hit this thing uh, and uh, provide the level of service that's necessary to get us through this storm. There are a couple of important points. We're going to start pre-treating the roads today. Uh, by tomorrow morning, we'll have a few inches of this snow already DOT on the Director road. Peter Alvini. Uh, but tomorrow morning, it's going to get uh, very intense. The storm will be very intense very quickly which means there will be whiteout conditions. 
So not only will it be difficult for our uh, drivers, our cloud operators to see and do their job, but it's going to be even more difficult for people traveling on the roads tomorrow. All right, folks, again, this is DOT Director Peter Alvidi on the John DePietro Show. I want to switch right now, though, because General Milley, this is a developing situation right now. Let's go live to the Pentagon. It's uh, 117 on this Friday, but uh, this situation with the Soviets is heating up. This is, folks, live General Milley at the Pentagon. 93 squadrons of high-end fighters, four carriers, many more surface combatants. The military capability of NATO is very, very significant. In addition to bordering Russia and Belarus and Moldova, Ukraine has a border with four NATO members, Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, and Romania. The President and the Secretary of Defense have authorized the United States military to increase our readiness oh boy. in the event we have to reinforce Look out. or assist our NATO allies. World War Three. War is not inevitable, uh. as the Secretary said. The right answer here is a diplomatic solution. Ooh. I look forward to your questions. Folks, this is live at the Thank Pentagon. Thank you, General. We'll uh, questions now, and um, we'll start with Lita. Thank you. Um, thank you both for doing this. Um, Mr. Secretary, um, and at first, can you say whether any U.S. troops have begun moving either into or in and around Europe? Folks, this is live not, coverage. Uh, Pentagon can you give briefing. us an idea when that might happen? Ukraine needs more help against Russia. How much risk is it to send additional U.S. troops to the eastern flank? Russia, even today, has said they see little room for compromise right now. Does sending additional U.S. forces to that region uh. hand Putin an excuse to make an incursion into Ukraine? That's a good question. Well, thank you. You know, I think you can assume that any time that we think about troop movements we always consider the about we always consider the impact that uh, that's going to have on uh, on leaders minds and uh, and their decision making i just make two points and Folks, this is secretary of defense earlier. lloyd austin we haven't uh, actually moved any troops uh we put troops on uh, on higher alert oh, uh and the second point that i would make Lita, is that even uh if and when we do move troops uh, the purpose of those troops deploying would be to uh, reassure allies or directly in support of, of NATO or both. So uh, I, I think that, uh, again, uh, before we make any decisions on on uh, readiness or, or, or movement this of troops, Lloyd Austin. we always take those Secretary those of Defense, with, uh, with things are ramping up uh, with the Russians and Ukraine. Yeah, this is the live Pentagon briefing the, on the John DePietro show. Deployed anybody? We haven't moved anybody yet. General We're increasing our readiness levels, and I think in terms of your question about provocation with respect to Russia, that would depend on the size, scale, scope, and type of forces that were deployed as to whether or not that was provocative to Russia. Uh, we certainly have no intent uh, whatsoever that I'm aware of um, of putting offensive forces to attack Russia, and I don't think that's NATO's intent at all. Uh, this is entirely engineered by Russia and President Putin as an uh, overt act of uh, coercion against Ukraine. Yeah, we'll go to the phone now, uh, John. I think uh, Helene is up, Helene Cooper. Yes, sir. And so we'll go to Helene next. Hi. Uh, thank you, Secretary Austin and General Milley, for doing this. Um, I have a, a question for both of you. For Secretary Folks, Austin, let's stay with this just for another uh, you minute. said in your opening statement that Vladimir Putin clearly now has the capability to enter Ukraine. Oh has he put in place the military hardware and troops that he would need to launch a full-scale invasion of all of Ukraine, the whole country? And for both you and General Milley, uh, both of you have been military officers for four decades. You served in the Gulf War, in Iraq, and Afghanistan after 9-11. You've seen North Korea and Iran pursue their own nuclear ambitions. 
Um, I'm wondering, does this feel different to you? How would you characterize this crisis with Ukraine and Russia in terms of its potential to spark a great power conflict? Well, in terms of whether or not uh, uh, he has enough forces to conduct uh, a full-scale invasion, Helene, uh, you heard the chairman say earlier that he's got north of 100,000 troops uh, in the border region. Uh, that gives him a number of options. And what he's done as he's continued to move uh, troops and resources into the region is increase his options. This is Lloyd uh, and, uh, and so, Secretary of Defense, uh, live Pentagon briefing, uh, folks. Predict what his, where his Putin and Russia continue to move uh, towards Ukraine. Concerned about uh, the range of options that they may uh, invade Ukraine next uh, week, and we'll stay focused on his problem set. Um, and I'll, I'll turn the United to the chairman here for his prepared to go to war. Yeah, in terms of the uh, size of the forces that are amassed right now. Um, they could. It's, I mean, it's potential. We don't think there's been a decision, as the Secretary already made, uh, that point. But sure, with 100,000 troops and uh, you've got uh, combined arms formations, ground maneuver, artillery, rockets, you got air and all the other piece parts that go with it, uh, there's a potential that they could launch uh, on very, very little uh, warning. That's possible. Huh. Um, and there's a wide scale of options uh, that are available to Russian leadership. And the huh. best option they should pick, in my view, uh, is a diplomatic solution. Oh, yeah. so they seem like they, they want Diplomatic. In terms of how this feels, Helene, uh, your second part of the question, uh, as we look at that number of troops and that, num that, that amount of hardware that's in the border region, it far and away exceeds uh, what we typically see uh, them do for, uh, for exercises. And so it's very concerning. Where this could lead us in terms of uh, a type of conflict or where it could put the, uh, put the region in terms of, uh, you know, future activities, I won't bother to speculate on, on that. Uh, Helene, I would just say that we're focused on making sure that we do our part uh, to provide the president options to uh, support and reinforce NATO uh, if, in fact, uh, he does uh, make a decision uh, that to uh, to invade uh, uh, Ukraine. So. And Elena, you know, does it feel different? Sure, it does feel oh, different. Boy, um, boy. In terms of what we've seen in the past of Russian exercises, etc. Uh, oh. This is larger in scale and scope uh, in the massing of forces than anything we've seen um, uh, in recent memory. And I think you'd have to go back quite a while into the Cold War days to see something of this magnitude. Huh. Uh, they do annual oh, exercises and watch those closely, but this is different. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll continue to monitor right on the border. Closely, but yes, it does feel different. We'll come back to the room and uh, go, ah, go look, out to date. Russia again. Uh, Russia may attack Ukraine with no warning. This is a live uh, Pentagon briefing Ukraine. here on the John DePietro Show 125. The U.S. military would not be used as uh, an evacuation of uh, Kiev became necessary. Um, as you've indicated, uh, David, the president's been real clear uh, that he does not intend to... Uh, put combat troops uh, into uh, into Ukraine to, uh, for the purpose of uh, conducting combat operations. Um, any troops that we deploy, uh, if we deploy troops to the region or those troops that, that are already in the region, have, have uh, multiple capabilities. And so as we conduct our planning, we always look at a range of, of uh, options that... Uh, this is uh, Secretary... Defense. You know, we may have to pursue, Lloyd uh, but, uh, but again, uh, to the point that you made earlier, David, the president has been clear about uh, not employing troops in, in Ukraine oh, for combat uh, purposes. Good God. Look, this live, 126 on this Friday, good afternoon. John DePietro, this is a live Pentagon. Uh, I won't speculate, uh, David, but I would say that we prepare Russia for is a range invade of, Ukraine. Uh, of activities and options. And that's what we've always done, and that's what you can expect us to do uh, going forward. And, and, David, the State Department has issued out travel advisories. Oh. Uh, those are in effect right now. Good God. And, and those advisories say... Hey, just a couple more minutes, folks, and I want to get back to the story. American citizen. And if you're in Ukraine... So, uh, you war in Ukraine and Ukraine. blizzard here in New England. And you can go to the State Department website and see what they've put up. There were similar advisories before Afghanistan, too. And it didn't... Uh, 
128 again good afternoon it's john DePietro on am 1380 and, and 99.9 fm uh that's a live, whew, live pentagon briefing and i'm not trying to laugh it's nervous laughter well this doesn't sound good at all this certainly sounds like they're ready to go in and this situation is very very unstable all right i want to um Take care of a little business. Now, close to home, we are obviously all concerned on the latest with this monster storm heading our way. So right now it's 129. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the, the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, it is it is right now. Um, there are some flurries out there. Nothing strong. Um, they are encouraging Russia to stand down, but... Putin has 100,000 troops that are right now on the border. It certainly seems as though Russia is going to invade Ukraine. But closer to home, we are concerned about this severe weather alert that we're going through right now. And that's because that there's a monster storm heading our way. And a blizzard headed, heading our way. And right now, one thirty. if you have not, I mean, this is, um, they're projecting that this, this could be a record-breaking storm. Now, again, the good news, it doesn't hit until tonight after midnight. Tonight after midnight. But you're talking 8, 12 to 18, 18 to 24. It's a lot of snow. You know, in case you're, again, just tuning in, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. They are... Um, they're encouraging people that starting tonight at midnight until all day tomorrow, tomorrow at midnight, to stay off the roads. And then Sunday will be the dig out. <clears throat> but that's what they're asking right now. Now, I want to, um, so we're going to bring the latest forecast uh, coming up again in just a moment. And it, it is, um, it's not a... Uh, a routine forecast. This would seem to be a monster storm that is headed our way. So now the good news is you have all of <laughs> you have all of um, today and tonight to get ready for it. Someone sent me an email. Uh, do you think would it be okay to go out to dinner tonight? Of course you, you can go out to dinner tonight. As a matter of fact, you you should go out to dinner tonight. You can go out to dinner tonight. So can you go shop? Of course you can. It's tomorrow's the day that you want to avoid the roads. Uh, but in, and as I have said, I believe something that you want to be careful of, watch out for, is in fact um, the, the situation regarding losing power. Losing power. I'm going to play the NBC 10 latest forecast in just a moment. But I want to stay on schedule. Folks, remember, you also, everyone needs to remain safe during this time. 
So that's why. Let's see if we can uh, check in with our friend. Oh, all right, numbers busy. John Francis, a competition shooting supplies. Now again, the the uh, the weather. Everything's not going to change until tonight after midnight. So maybe right now, perhaps the possibility that you are out running around, you want to get some things. You know what would be very nice during the storm? How about some delicious hot tea? How about maybe people already realize that they may need some special CBD for their back or your knees or your shoulder? Because you may be doing some shoveling. Well, a place that you could pop in would be It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. When you want to see Marie, but some delicious. She has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. So if you pop in and see Marie, Diane. Folks, there she is on this Friday before the big storm is our friend Marie at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, I was just saying, you know, with the snow coming, a nice visual for people would be stopping into It's My Health and uh, picking up some delicious hot, some nice tea. Absolutely. Some hot tea or some, we have these micro-brews that have the mushrooms in them too, but they have hot cocoa and they have a coffee flavor and all that stuff. So yeah, anything nice and hot especially when we have to go out and shovel tomorrow. That's right. Now, folks, again, it's Friday afternoon. It's one thirty-three. Right now is the time that you could be out and about. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. And, Marie, I was going to mention there are some people that now realize the, they are going to be doing some shoveling. So perhaps they could pop in and you could recommend some hemp or CBD products that might be able to help someone's their back or the knees or shoulders or any joints that may get somewhat achy from shoveling. Absolutely. We have some nice topicals and we have the the oral as well and some gummies, but we also have Arnica, which is really good to take after using some muscles that aren't used to being used. So folks, right now, it works pretty quick. Works perfect. Nice, hot, delicious teas. Marie has a lot of fans out there. Now it's Friday afternoon. The storm is not going to hit till tonight. So you have plenty of time to pop in 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. If you're in the area right now, Hop in. Marie will recommend some delicious tea. Now, Marie, tomorrow sounds like it's going to be a, a tricky day. So what are your hours for today? We're open till 530 today, but tomorrow will probably be closed. Yeah, it sounds like a good, you know, that seems like the move. Pop into It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road to Cumberland. Pick up some delicious tea. Maybe get some CBD products if you need that. Some nice spices and herbs. And then tomorrow, Marie, you're just at home, relaxing, having some delicious tea and feeling good. Absolutely. That's a great plan. It is a great plan. You are the queen of health. You're acting responsibly. Keep up the great work and uh, and enjoy yourself having a day off tomorrow, Marie. Absolutely. Be safe. All right, folks. There she is, our friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, right now, it's 135. So, as I had promised, I want to play. This is the latest uh, forecast. This is the NBC 10 forecast. Um, let's see. Let's get the latest now uh, on this obviously storm. And again, folks, it's 135. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Right now, Worcester to Providence, everywhere north is looking at 12 to 18. Boston, though, could get two feet of snow. So when is it going to start? There's some minor flurries out there. Minor flurries out there, but the heavy stuff really starts tonight after midnight. So there's plenty of time. Let's hear. This is the latest forecast from NBC10. To our snowfall forecast, bringing the foot and a half to two feet zone slightly further west into Rhode Island. Still at least one to two feet region wide. And the reason why we think that there will be more snow, especially over Bristol County, Massachusetts, Plymouth County as well, is there's going to be more liquid precipitation in this area with colder temperatures. That could result in some of those higher totals. As we make our way a little bit further west, there might be less precipitation in the atmosphere. But still, this is a high impact storm no matter where you are, all the way out into Cape Cod. And it's going 
going to make travel very difficult, if not impossible, for much of the day on Saturday. So give the crews the room they need to work and get things ready to go for today. So Christina actually put some of this together earlier today. We were looking at some of this, the comparisons for a single calendar day snowfalls. So actually the blizzard of 78 over just a 24-hour stretch, one calendar day, 18 inches of snow. Think about that. Over two days it had 28. So this one, as far as one calendar day is concerned, it could certainly be ranking up there. And we'll keep a close eye on that. Now, as for what we're seeing right now in the satellite and radar picture, we've got some light snow and even some more brief, perhaps light to moderate bursts that are moving through. This won't significantly impact travel right now with our temperatures that are at or slightly above the freezing mark. But it is something that's just, of course, getting us in the mood, ready for this storm, which is some eight, 900 miles away down to our southwest. Syria of low pressure back to the west, which is across and north of Georgia, will be making its way and transferring some of that energy, strengthening that storm as we go overnight into tomorrow. And it's going to be taking an ideal track for significant snow here in southern New England, which is just south and east of Nantucket, and then continuing to pull away. So you see the heavy bands of snow just about everywhere as we go through tomorrow morning, and finally wrapping up as we go into the overnight period. So let's just take a very close view at this as we continue through the rest of our Friday. This is at 10.15. Still generally light snow. It's after midnight where it starts to pick up in intensity. Travel becomes more difficult. And most importantly, look at those temperatures dropping right off. We're talking teens by quarter to seven to tomorrow morning as that snow covers in blankets all of the area. And then behind the system, it's still going to be cold. The snow continues as we head into Saturday evening and the first part of the night before we get some improvement heading into Sunday. But look at those temperatures all day tomorrow. This is why we're going to be making more out of less precipitation. The colder the temperature is, the fluffier the snow is. So this is going to be a fluffier snow. Normally, it would be rather easy to move once you get perhaps one, one and a half, two feet of it. It will be more difficult, something to keep up with for tomorrow tomorrow. But it's also going to be very windy. This is why we have blizzard conditions. High impact for not only the snow and the wind, reduced visibility. That's why we have a blizzard warning in effect. And also for our mariners, very high impact as well. We're talking seas well offshore. It could be 20 to 30 feet. So the wind gusts 50 to 60 miles an hour or stronger right along our coastline up to 70 for the outer cape, 40 to 50 miles per hour. So obviously a very high impact event, not just because of the snow, but because of the wind too. So charge all those devices for today. Have a plan in place. Perhaps if the power does go out, at least you could use the snow outside to help keep things cold as we go throughout the day. And I think in terms of that power outage loss potential, it would be high right along the immediate coastline, Barbara, where some of the stronger winds are found. But still, could be possible everywhere else, and uh, tomorrow's a day to be prepared to just stay inside. Yeah, I don't mind the fluffy snow. I mind the below freezing temperatures. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. To get the fluffy snow, it has to be cold. It's yeah. not one of those, like, 30 degree events. So, folks, that is, um, <clears throat> again, um, let me reset. At 139, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. That is, uh, as you heard, though, it starts tonight after midnight. I just received an email from someone. If you want to send me an email, by the way, you can go to the website, petro.com. Just click contact John. Jenny, I think it would be okay to go out tonight. Yes. Yes, it would be fine to go out tonight. It's just later tonight. Um, but I, I, I think, as I said, you know, to me, it's all about the power and meaning not losing power. Um, so it's just going to be some, like, flurries. But then tomorrow sounds like a good day to... Not go anywhere. So whatever you have to get done, you get it done today, and then you don't have to worry about it for tomorrow. Now, also, I want to check in with our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. I mean, you don't know if it is, in fact, going to be stormy. You may not be able to, um, the police may be not to reach you. So that's why, uh, is uh, John Francis available? Okay, folks, all right. He's got a, a beautiful, uh, he got just cuts up. There he is, folks. Joining us right now from Competition Shooting Supplies is our friend John Francis. John Francis, I'm looking at the page. What, do you still have that in a consignment, that um, a multi-purpose rifle? I do. Wow, what can you tell us about it? Uh, so that is made by a company called Anschutz, and it's made in Germany. Um, it has a heavy target barrel. It's got an adjustable match trigger. Uh, it doesn't have iron sights, but it does have a scope rail on it, um, and it has the uh, the butt plate assembly on it. You can it can be adjusted, so you can move it up and down uh, depending on where you want to position it, or you can remove or add pieces 
Spitzers to adjust the length of pole. Wow. Folks, we're speaking with John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. And John Francis, I have to ask you about that beautiful Magnum Research Desert Eagle 357 Magnum. My God, the thing is glowing. Is that still available? It is. That wow. is a polished chrome uh, version. Uh, so the picture doesn't really do it much justice. Um, this gun has had, the previous owner said he shot no more than 20 rounds through it. Um, didn't really want to sell it, but he ran into a, uh, an emergency with his heating system and you know needed the money to help fix that. Um, so and, and yes, that does use the same 357 mag cartridge as the revolvers do. Wow. Is it, 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 am I right in saying that's not the type of uh, firearm you see all the time? That, that seems like a... No. no. They, uh, the, the Magnum Research Desert Eagle pistols are um, huh. unique, to say the least. Yeah. Um, not that, you know, I, very rarely do I see them uh, just because of the size and the weight. The gun is nearly six pounds without any ammunition in it. Holy cow. Wow. It's a huge chunk of steel. It's pretty heavy. Uh, So they're kind of like, you know, and someone who's got money to burn. Yeah. And they always wanted, you know, that. Because you you see a lot of them in Hollywood shows and movies. I was going to say. Okay. This is like, is this Dirty Harry category? No. No. All right. But but uh, this is a unique item all in itself, though. All right. And also, what about you posted about the USA, the Tava shotgun? That is a, what a beautiful shotgun. Yes. I still have that. Still do. Um, they just mm. got another, another shipment uh, have come into the country. Um, don't know when, the, when they're going to be available again. Um, so they're, um, uh, this has a rotating magazine tube assembly. So each tube holds up to five rounds, and you can mix and match, slugs, buckshot, whatever you want to do. Um, And so with a simple push of a button in the front of the trigger guard, you can quickly rotate the cylinder, and you don't even have to pull the charging handle back as long as you've got a live round in the chamber to keep the cycle going. Wow. Now, folks, again, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. And, John, I just want to clarify, I mentioned, you know, the first one we we mentioned, the multi-purpose rifle, that is on consignment. People need to understand that if they have uh, some firearms that maybe either they, you know, need to be a little more liquid right now or what have you, they could certainly go in and possibly sell it to you outright or maybe sell it on consignment. That's that's correct. Yep. Uh, in fact, I've, we, I've received a number of guns earlier this week uh, that uh, they opted to uh, just have me buy it outright. Great. Um, and, uh, you know, this particular gentleman, um, that wasn't something that I normally would typically buy outright unless it was the, unless the, the price was really right on it. Um, you know, those high end 22 target rifles, they have a, they have a much more limited audience than just mm. the regular one. Okay. Now, John Francis, it is, uh, obviously a storm, uh, coming tomorrow. What, what are your hours for today and what is your plan for tomorrow? Uh, so today I'm here till six, yep. uh, tomorrow I'm just going to basically play it by year. Yeah. Um, if depending on how much snow is on the ground, uh, you know, cause my lot always doesn't get plowed okay. in a timely manner. Hmm. Um, so, uh, I, I am going to try to be here, uh, for 9am. Uh, if I do manage to open, uh, I'm probably not going to be staying all that long, probably right. not more than two or three hours at best because yep. the storm is slated to get very, very bad it later is. in the day. And, you know, this is one of those things, folks, he's open tonight until six. And because people will say, listen, in a storm like this, if the police can't get down your street and you still want to be safe for your business or for your home, pop into competition shooting supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John Francis, great job as always. Uh, have fun, stay safe in the snow, and we'll talk to you again. Hey, John. Thank you. All right, folks. There he is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. So right now, it is um, it is 146 on this Friday afternoon. I'm also seeing that there's, um, they're saying uh, that, that Pentagon briefing that we brought, brought to you, uh, largest buildup, Russian buildup since the Cold War. That General Milley was saying there's going to be significant casualties the ukraine has 150 act 150,000 active combat troops russia has 100,000 forces along the border
So we, over the next 24 to 48 hours, are going to be dealing with a monster storm. The U.S. role is limited to training. This is a very serious situation that is happening and happening rapidly. Uh, President Biden has said he will not put U.S. troops there. Russia could attack with little warning. So I, I hate folks to be the bearer of bad news on this Friday, but significant casualties if Russia invades. This is a, a very, very serious situation on the other side of the world with uh, Russia in Ukraine. And again, what, what is significant is this is the largest Russia buildup since the start of the Cold War. And, and Ukraine has 150,000 troops. And there's 100,000 Russian troops along the border. So the Pentagon, as you can imagine, taking this very, very seriously. But closer to home, we are obviously focused on this monster storm that's about to hit. Now, right now, it's 147. I want to remind you and repeat, nothing is expected to happen until late tonight. And then tomorrow's your day that you're going to have to just hang out, not get on the road. And then Sunday seems to be the storm is gone and then we're all digging out. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you, folks, by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop it and see them. They're open right now for lunch. They're open tonight for dinner. Tomorrow, let's see what the storm is like. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Again, I want to remind you, if you're a business... For if you are looking clean and disinfect residential commercial properties, contact Soul S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration today. Request a quote, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700, Soul Source Restoration. All right, so that, without question, the storm has knocked everything else out of the headlines, um, understandably so. And I want to uh, continue, you know, Governor McKee, they, they could be even a travel ban in Rhode Island tomorrow. There might be a travel ban. Um, that is something that, by all accounts, you know, they're talking about in Boston, this could be one of the top five storms of all time since they've started tracking storms. So I want to uh, continue to update Severe storm is expected Saturday. Uh, up to 24 inches of snow possible. It seems to be more to the east, less here, more north of the state, going north into even above Foxborough. So let me play. This is the uh, latest from WPRI. Meteorologist Brittany Trumpy here. I hope you guys are having a good start to your day. We are continuing to track the winter storm on the way for tomorrow. Big update from this morning. We now have a blizzard warning, not just for the Cape, but for all of Rhode Island stretching into Connecticut. So those whiteout conditions are going to be more of a concern as we look forward to tomorrow. So major snow accumulations, strong wind gusts of 40 to 55 miles per hour, bitter cold temperatures, those actual temperatures will be in the 20s and teens for tomorrow and then you factor in those strong wind speeds those wind chills will be in the single digits power outage is also a big concern as well as coastal flooding here's a look at that snow forecast again 18 to 24 inches of snow possible wind gust upwards of 40 to 45 miles per hour even stronger out in the cape that's prompting a big concern for power outages down tree lines uh, also um uh, damage to actual tree, uh, power lines. Looking at your uh, timeline for tonight, we start to see some of the snow moving in after about 11 p.m. Heavy snow by uh, early tomorrow morning, 6, 7 a.m. We continue to see heavy snow throughout the day, very poor travel conditions, strong wind gusts throughout the entire afternoon. Good news is by about Saturday night, we do start to see the wind taper off and those snow showers taper off as well. You can head over to WPRI.com for your full seven-day forecast. So, folks, that is obviously uh, not good news. Not good news. Right now, it's it's um, it's one fifty one, and it's Friday afternoon, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM, and we have, as I had said earlier, just a monster storm that is headed our way. Let me see if I can uh, bring you the latest. Um. I just want to find out if there's any uh, new info. Let me just check. Um, 
National Weather Service. Um, believe it or not, the snow showers across southern New England this afternoon are not associated with tomorrow's nor'easter. <laughs> That's refreshing. Well, when you see 18 to 24 in Boston, that certainly gets a lot of people's attention. Listen, when you see, well, now they're saying Providence is in the 18 to 24 range. So that's different. When you see two feet of snow, that's a lot of snow. That's definitely, yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of snow. No question about it. Um, but the, the good news is right now at 152, blizzard warning posted. Southern New England had a Saturday storm. The, the good news is you have time this afternoon and this evening to get whatever you have to get. And then tomorrow and tomorrow night, I'm going to say until Sunday, at least in the morning, good day to not have to go anywhere. That'd be the ideal situation. Um, Because it is going to be heavy snow, high winds, blizzard conditions, and dangerous swells. So, like I had said, just when we were wondering, is there any way the month of January could be any worse? Well, we're about to find out with this uh, impending storm. Pay no attention to, there are some flakes out there, but it's it's really just flurries. Uh, let me one more time. And then we have a situation with Russia's about to invade Ukraine. So, you know what, that's, we'll deal with that on Monday. We'll put that. We'll put that over to the side. Let me hear again. This is um, NBC 10. Tomorrow's snowfall forecast bringing the foot and a half to two feet zone slightly further west in Rhode Island. Still at least one to two feet region wide. And the reason why we think that there will be more snow, especially over Bristol County, Massachusetts, Plymouth County as well, is there's going to be more liquid precipitation in this area with colder temperatures. That could result in some of those higher totals. As we make our way a little bit further west, there might be less precipitation in the atmosphere. But still, this is a high impact storm no matter where you are all the way out into Cape Cod and it's going to make travel very difficult if not impossible for much of the day on Saturday so give the crews the room they need to work and get things ready to go for today. So Christina actually put some of this together earlier today. We were looking at some of this, the comparisons for a single calendar day snowfalls. So actually the blizzard of 78 over just a 24-hour stretch, one calendar day, 18 inches of snow. Think about that. Over two days, it had 28. So this one, as far as one calendar day is concerned, it could certainly be ranking up there. And we'll keep a close eye on that. Now, as for what we're seeing right now in the satellite and radar picture, we've got some light snow and even some more brief, perhaps light to moderate bursts that are moving through. This won't significantly impact travel right now with our temperatures that are at or slightly above the freezing mark. But it is something that's just, of course, getting us in the mood ready for this storm, which is some eight, nine hundred miles away down to our southwest. This area of low pressure back to the west, which is across and north of Georgia, will be making its way and transferring some of that energy, strengthening that storm as we go overnight into tomorrow. And it's to be taking an ideal track for significant snow here in southern New England, which is just south and east of Nantucket, and then continuing to pull away. So you see the heavy bands of snow just about everywhere as we go through tomorrow morning, and finally wrapping up as we go into the overnight period. So let's just take a very close view at this as we continue through the rest of our Friday. This is at 10:15. Still generally light snow. It's after midnight where it starts to pick up in intensity. Travel becomes more difficult, and most importantly, look at those temperatures dropping right off. We're talking teens by quarter to seven tomorrow morning as that snow covers in blankets all of the area. And then behind the system, it's still going to be cold. The snow continues as we head into Saturday evening and the first part of the night before we get some improvement heading into Sunday. But look at those temperatures all day tomorrow. This is why we're going to be making more out of less precipitation. The colder the temperature is, the fluffier the snow is. So this is going to be a fluffier snow. Normally, it would be rather easy to move once you get perhaps one, one and a half, two feet of it. It will be more difficult, something to keep up with for tomorrow, but it's also going to be very windy. This is why we have blizzard conditions. High impact for not only the snow and the wind, reduced visibility. That's why we have a blizzard warning in effect. And also for our mariners, very high impact as well. We're talking seas well offshore. could be 20 to 30 feet. So the wind gusts 50 to 60 miles an hour or stronger right along our coastline, up to 70 for the outer cape, 40 to 50 miles per hour. So obviously a very high impact event, not just because of the snow, but because of the wind too. So charge all those devices for today. 
have a plan in place, perhaps if the power does go out, at least you could use the snow outside to help keep things cold as we go throughout the day. And I think in terms of that power outage loss potential, it would be highest right along the immediate coastline, Barbara, where some of the stronger winds are found. But still, it could be possible everywhere else, and uh, tomorrow's a day to be prepared to just stand. All right. So, folks, that is, um, it's not good news, but it's the latest news. And right now at 157, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. And DePietro.com is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Hey, they're open tonight. Karaoke tonight. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Then Sunday, when the storm is gone, they will have... The two big NFL games where the winners go to the Super Bowl. Check it all out. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Great crowd there. Say hi to Dane, everyone, at End Zone Sports Pub. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. So, folks, that is um, certainly the latest situation, as you just heard. A couple of reminders again. If you need propane to get you through the storm, call Propane Plus right now in Rhode Island, 401 401- 885-4209 in Massachusetts 508-252-3359 online at propaneplus.com do you need oil do you need to stock up fill your tank up with oil you do call Henry Oil 401-521-0200 online henryoil.com reliable affordable fuel oil delivery do you not have any heat do you not have any heat right now no Call Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. Look for him also on Facebook, <clears throat> excuse me, with um, with Coogan Heating. Hey, also, don't forget, you need a dumpster in your driveway to clean things out. Call Roland at Brothers Disposal. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. Come on, brother, call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Well, folks, it's 159. It's John DePietro. I want to thank you for listening on this Friday. Now, coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, and then you're going to hear the John Dion program. I want to remind you, you're seeing flurries right now. The heavy snow, and you'll get the latest forecast, is not coming until tonight. So this afternoon, right now, we're coming up. It's 159. Uh, you know, you have plenty of time to go to the store, gas up, whatever you might need. And you want to be set and then plan on tomorrow that you're just staying at home and staying warm and making sure that you're all set. And then the storm should blow out of here. And then Sunday afternoon will be the big dig out. So it's John DePietro. I'll be doing Facebook Live later. Thank you for listening. Thank you. WNRI Winsocket.